All right, let's try this again. Yesterday it got too hot in here. I had this on the upper deck. Uh, so we'll see if we last a little bit longer today. I'm just trying to get in a full, full deal. It's 1.20, I got about 20 minutes and then go shower and go to work. Got a meeting and work. Appropriate behavior meeting. Yay, yay. Um, shouldn't, shouldn't have to tell anybody. It matters how you talk to people. But some people figure it out the hard way. Uh, some people figure it out street rules, just get their ass beat. Some people figure it out getting fired or getting sued. It matters how you treat people. Everybody deserves respect until they prove they don't. Nobody has to earn respect. As a human being, you automatically get respect with me until you show me not worthy of respect. Um, I may talk a little shit. If you ever ask me, you ever let me know, hey, I can't take a joke, or hey, that's bothering me, I'll, I'll stop and I'll either respect you enough to just not do that around you or I'll just not be around you, you know, depending on the two things. So um, We have a lot of trainings in this world that we don't, we shouldn't have to need. Um, spend a lot of time developing skills that, well, you can make them better. If you don't have them, you're just not going to have them. Um, some people are just have social problems, uh, whether it be from being, you know, overly sensitized or desensitized to stuff, or whether it be just a fear, um, an actual mental illness. Um, or just a, you know, an off-putting personality. Um, some of those people, you know, the people that don't have any compass for that, you know, they don't realize they're offending people or irritating people or they're coming off really arrogant or shitty. Um, so you can polish those dudes up, those girls up, those people up, but you're never going to, you know, turn them into an all-star in that. I think in this world, we spend so much time trying to work on our weaknesses um, that we sometimes stop leaning in and developing our strengths. And while it's important to be well-rounded, if we have too many well-rounded people and we don't have enough specialists or experts in fields, then we're going to lose a lot of things. So it took me until this age to realize that while there is some weaknesses I do need to work on um, that are actually become vulnerabilities, it, I do want to work on my strengths. Um, I thought I had no strengths or no no real skill set, but I do. Um, the more trainings I go to for it matters how you talk to people, the more books I have to read on treating people right, the more I realize that has been a strength of mine my entire life is that I've always known that and I've always kind of been able to navigate that. Um, I'm not an overly social person. I'm more of an introvert. So I am more sensitive to other people's body languages and facial expressions and just their overall vibes. Um, and so for me to have to sit there and read a book and then recite back to a guy that had to read the book to understand that what he got out of the book and he thinks that's the answer is irritating as all hell so I have found that I do know what I'm talking about in that aspect um, and that I should be at a high level of that and I would like to polish that and become a very high level of that I spoke to uh, a guy yesterday that they set me up with coaching for career development, which is awesome. First opportunity I've had to do that since I've been here. And uh, it was awesome. You know, I didn't really, it was just the basic stuff. But it just, it was awesome to see that a guy had a job doing that. And that seems like what I would like to do. So I would like to work on my strengths, which is already kind of in that category, trying to help make other people better. Um, and it's not because I think I'm the best and I'm at it. It's, it's actually the opposite. It's because I feel like I can help people get to a point that's further than I could ever get. 
um, because I know what it takes. I know what it would take for me to get to the point. Somebody to believe in me, somebody to listen to me, somebody to give me honest feedback um, in a way that I could digest it and use it. Uh, and I don't have that. Never had that. Um, I've had people that care about me, but as far as uh, professional or skill development areas, I mean, I've always just been one of many that they've had to take care of. And so I've never had a direct mentor. And that's what I would love to do. Because um, I'll tell you what, I could be a real fucking asset on a team. Um, with what I can do with my concentration and my understanding, my, my ability to understand, um, sometimes it's not always quick, but once I get it, I fucking get it, and I get it to a level where I can break it down for others that weren't getting it in a better way than somebody broke it down for me. That's my skill set. Um, so that's what I figure I want to pursue. Uh, I've become clear on that. Um, I just don't know how to get qualified for that. And so I'll probably look into that more. Um, my wife's really good at the same thing. She's better. She's more social. She's more of an extrovert than me. Um, she's amazing. She can memorize, not even memorize. She, she just takes it in. She just, she lives it, right? It's not like a recital. It's not fake. It's all authentic. She knows these people in their lives, hundreds of people. Um, we joke about, you know, we fly to fly to Florida and see people she knows in the airport from from her work and from just who she is, uh, and we joke like, Ronnie, aren't you the one who's been trying to get famous doing music and all this shit? And and she's over here just the famous one, you know, getting paparazzi everywhere we go, and I love it about her. Um, sometimes it makes it awkward in the grocery store, and sometimes I'll wander off and I don't know, it might give a bad vibe to whoever she's talking to, but. I'm just not that per. I like small talk to me. To her, it's all authentic and 100% real. To me, small talk is just small talk. And I, I, I prefer not to be approached for small talk, you know? I, I don't mind having long-ass conversations and deep conversations. But if we're talking about the weather and the mask mandates and the kids going back to school shit, dude, I, I, I just, that's just not me, man. You know? I, that's why that frontline retail shit, I couldn't. I couldn't keep doing. I'm good at it. I like to make people feel special, but once it doesn't feel authentic to me, I have a hard time doing it. A real fucking hard time. It's got to be 100% authentic all the time for me. Um, and then that's where I grab my confidence from, and that's where I grab my power from. Because when it's authentic, I don't have to lie. I am just going with it. I wing it. I don't. I don't like to over prepare. So when it's 100% authentic. I don't have to. It just comes. That's just really what it is, you know? And that whole conversation is organic and it's real. People can take it for what it is or not. Sometimes it's not fully enlightened because it's not fully researched, but I'll reach in a basic way. Um, I love talking to people I like. Um, and it's not necessarily that I don't like these people at small talk, but it's, it's, it's just an inconvenience, right? I came to the grocery store. Could, you know, let's catch up. You want got something real to talk about? Let's do that. You know, something interesting? Well, I don't want to talk about the same shit you know everybody's talking about every time they pass somebody in that motherfucking store. That ain't, that ain't me, dude. And I think that when I say leadership, and that's my skill set, I think people that don't understand what leadership is can take that as me being arrogant and thinking I'm the best. I think that I'm really good at getting points across. I think that one of my weaknesses I need to work on is talking in circles, saying the same shit five different ways because I didn't get the acknowledgement that you understood in the first way. So if I could learn when to cut myself off from talking better, um, I don't know if it's that I like the sound of my own voice or if I just think I'm more profound than I am. Uh, but for me, it's not about prophecy. It's about achievable expectations, goals, results, dreams. And I feel like I got what it takes. I feel like I'm the dude. I'm respected enough um, for, for many different reasons. I've, I've earned my respect in my business place. I got people that know me from back in the day that I've earned my respect there. 
Um, I've, I've not always got into the dirty, dirty, dirty shit, but I've always been one of the realest people they've ever met. Um, and that comes from that authenticity shit. You know, I don't try to sell myself. I don't try to make waves. I'm not the realest, like, I'll break your fucking neck. I'm the baddest motherfucker you ever met. That ain't real. I'm real in the opposite way. I'm real in the fact that I can understand 80% of everybody's, what they do. You know, uh, good, bad, right, wrong, awesome, shitty. I understand. I can get put myself in a place and understand most motivations. And that's why I'm the realest motherfucker. Because I am all of those things at all times. Which also creates a big fucking mess inside my head. Um, some people look at me and say, yeah, you're, you're mid-level of uh, professional. You're mid-level management. And I look at them and I say, no. I'm the uppermost motherfucking level that I ever thought I would be out of the shit that I came from. Um, and then that in itself is a very limiting thing to say, right? That in itself is a very limiting thing to say, but it's truth. Um, and I use that for my motivation when I'm feeling really shitty, like yesterday when I got cut off by the heat in the sauna. Um, I'm motherfucking peak performance for where I come from. But then now getting here, I'm like, oh, this ain't it. This ain't where I stop. So now it's just finding that next thing. And uh, the people right above me, the gatekeepers and shit, but I don't know if it's they don't understand. They don't see it in me. Um, I, I'd hate to think it's that they don't see it in me. I think they just need me for other purposes and they just think they can keep me because they know the fact that I came up from the bottom. So they think that maybe I'm cool where I'm at. Um, I'm not cool where I'm at. I'm not, um, ask my wife, she'll tell you I'm never satisfied. Yeah. Always buying new shit. Always got a new plan. But it's not like I'm putting a family banker up or nothing like that, right? It's just hard. I'm, I'm hard to live with sometimes with that because, it, you know, everybody feels like we're winning. And I'm like, all right, but what are we doing next? I don't take the time to smell the roses. I tell her I don't feel like I got time left to smell the roses, but uh, I just think I got so much farther I can go with, with whatever I choose to do. Um, I feel like with what I'm doing now, I'm pretty much done with it. I'm doing it out of uh, obligation at this point, uh, obligation to my co-workers more and my family, not necessarily the people I work for. Uh, I really like everybody I work with, uh, even the ones that irritate me, like I care about them. Um, but I've come to the point where, you know, I'm doing do this for me. Um, I would really like it if people I work for, people I work with saw in me what I think I have and, and would help me with that. But if they won't, they can at least get out of my way. And I feel like my coworkers are at that point. I feel like my friends are at that point where they're like, yeah, everybody, we're not going to sit here and talk to you about why you shouldn't pursue that because they know I have it but I just got to get a couple more monkeys off my back when it comes to you know what I what I got to prove uh, without doing a bunch of dumbass busy work like listen my I speak for myself I'm not I didn't just get here and I got to write you a letter about it how's this for a rant um I would really 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 like an email if anybody would at all, or uh, hit me in a text message, um, hit me in a fucking phone call, hit me up when you see me, let me know you want to get on this and we'll talk about something else, maybe I'll get a couple more listeners out of it, if they want to listen to their friend on a podcast, whatnot, or, you know, just some more subject matter, some more things to talk about, because right now all we get is the shit inside my head, and these are all like, lately have been all like, I don't know if I'm trying to be smart or what, but. I got a lot of garbage shit in my head too, you know, video game shit, stuff like that. that maybe we'll talk about one time because that seems kind of fun. But that seems like it needs to be more structured because it's really going to be all over the place. Because my video game tastes are more exotic and random than my, um, or maybe not. Maybe they're about the same random as my playlists. Which means a little bit out of all genres. Just like I like good songs, I like good games. I don't do the artsy-fartsy shit. I don't do the technical masterpiece shit. I do a good fucking entertaining song or, or a song that speaks to me or a good fucking entertaining game, right? Something that I just love and can't put down. 
or I just like something really cool about it and it's fun and it brings me back to a place where shit was fun. Um, so yeah, I don't know what else to talk about really. I gotta get ready to go to work. Um, but remember, shino rhino at gmail.com. Uh, hit me up on there. Hit me up on Instagram, Murky Quick. Hit me up on Twitter, Murky Quick. Hit me up on Facebook, Ronnie Hansen. Whatever you got to do, hit me up. Hit me up. Um, and we'll talk about stuff. All right. I really appreciate anybody that tunes in, tuning in. Um, let me know what you want to talk about. We out. All right. Sauna session, mother fudgers. Um, see how long this lasts. I got about 20 minutes before I gotta get ready for work. Just getting in here, as long as there's not a lot of noise, vacuum cleaning and shit out here in the gym, we should be good. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna talk about myself a whole lot. Internal thoughts of shit, and that's usually what you do when you're on these, but let's fucking talk about something else for a while. Uh, something fun. I wanna think of music or uh, video games or motorcycles or guitars or recording equipment or fuck it I've been uh, reading a lot about auto detailing I thought I might want to start a little side hustle doing that lately they opened up at work overtime for the admin so I've been able to make a little extra cash doing that um, so kind of pause the side hustle thing but side hustles um, that you can eventually turn into main hustles are a great idea uh, especially in times like this, um, you never know what people are going to want done for them when everything's so fucking hectic and shit. Um, and it seems like, you know, everybody's doing them. And once you start looking into it real heavy, it seems like there's a million people doing the same exact thing in your area, right? Um, you know, for instance, uh, lawn care or landscaping. Um, as soon as you start looking into it, you notice that everybody's got their own business. Everybody's got their own truck. Everybody's got an LLC or a DBA. Um, and I found the same with uh, car detailing, auto detailing. Uh, I thought that would be fun because I got to cleaning out my car and I was like, damn, this is fucking gross. It'd be cool if like, we could all just, you know, and mine wasn't even very bad, but if we could all learn how to do that and do a little side hustle, because nobody's really got time to do it, right? It's like lawn care. And then you start seeing everybody doing it and then you start seeing, holy shit, there's a lot to this. Um, and it just goes in deep and deep and deep and deeper. And then you, you can almost talk yourself out of it, right? It almost seems intimidating. You know, you start out thinking, yeah, you're going to wash cars, maybe wax them, get them real clean, get all the dust and shit out of the cracks, make it look real nice, shiny. Um, get the spots that people usually don't do when they're quickly washing their own cars. And then you get in, there's like paint correction and ceramic coating. And then what you thought was going to be a couple hundred dollar job turns into a fucking thousand dollar job real quick. And it's crazy because... I don't come from the type of bloodline or stock that could uh, really typically afford to pay a thousand dollars just to have their car that they already own um, cosmetically maintained, right? Because that's really what it is, cosmetics, mostly, 90% um, cosmetics. I mean, I know you're going to lose paint and eventually get rust and shit like that if you don't take care of it, but like really in the grand scheme of things, I just don't come from a, from a family that never had the money to even think about paying $200 for a car wash, let alone $1,000, $1,200, $2,000, you know, whatever, depending. Um, but I've never been the type of person to pay too much attention to my paint either until now. You know, you get a couple nice cars that are paid for, and now you're like, huh, maybe I should take care of this shit because it's paid for. I don't have the payments anymore. Maybe I can spend that money I was making payments on it, um, and not even all of it, but a fraction of that, keeping it looking nice. Uh, so yeah, I went and dove in a rabbit hole on that. I unfollowed a bunch of um, time-wasting groups and pages on my on my uh, Facebook, and then I subscribed to a bunch of detailing ones and things, so I can have that pop up in my face. I found that whatever I'm thinking about is what I dwell on, and whatever I dwell on is what I at least look into deeper and try. So I was trying to think of that. I did. I also try to do the same thing with uh, playing guitar, but it's mostly just people wanting to sell you shit. Um, when you when you do find it on there so far I haven't found one that's really really keeps my interest I know I have the online ones I really like Justin Guitar and uh, Marty Music I believe it is um, those ones are really good but I'm still the kind of person that needs somebody to be right there and curse at me and show me what not really curse at me you know what I mean Just tell me I'm fucking up
Um, so uh, I could do I got I got some fitness ones on there too, but it's just a bunch of people like me trying to convince a bunch of people that ain't into it to, to do it. So um, there's just so many levels to the shit. Once you start digging, you realize you're a long way from the level you thought you'd start on. <laughs> and that's really what it is. Uh, at least for me, I was a long way from the level I thought I'd start on. I thought I'd start on and make a couple hundred bucks on cars. And I was like, fuck, dude, that's going to take me a couple days to get to that level at first. Because I've never been like the real super fine detail guy. I'm the guy bang out the big shit, get shit done, get shit taken care of, get us back on track, and then get going. Never the polisher. So, um, bartending is also a side hustle I was thinking about. I mean, it would probably be a shitty full-time career unless you owned the bar. In which case, it would be amazing, and that's my ultimate goal for retirement, is to own a bar and just kind of work at it like an inn or a pub, not a fucking club. Um, just some place where people come and shoot the shit and get that feeling of family, just talk, learn stuff about people like you used to when you had sit-down places. Um, right now, really, bars are the last frontier, I feel like, for that. Everything else has been put out online or drive through you know? Uh, pick up. Fuck, you've been able to pick up beers forever. You just can't get that atmosphere, right? So that's why I, I, I miss the, the social aspect of life. Going back into this COVID shit, it seems like it's, you know, I don't know if it's a plan or if it just fucking happens to be the way it is, but it does, you know. I, I'm a skeptic and I'm a conspiracy believer at a certain point. I'm not a fucking. I don't, I don't feel like I'm a nut about it all, but I don't like making a full-on decision without all the facts, and, and the problem is you only ever get, you never have all the facts, so I'm just permanently in the purgatory of not knowing, um, so I don't fully make up my mind. Like I said a while back, I don't know, I just don't have a lot of strong opinions. There are very, there are a few things that I am very solid on, but um, more serious issues like child abuse and rape and things like that. Um, those are the things I have firm beliefs on. Everything else, I mean, you know, um, I, I believe in the golden rule, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Treat your neighbor like your brother. Treat everybody like you'd want to be treated. Treat all women like you'd want to treat your mother or your daughters, your sister. Um, now, when people get, come out of pocket and act all fucking disrespectful, don't get me wrong, I come off the hand, but I treat people accordingly, and, and I never start in a space of arrogance where they have to earn my respect. Everybody starts with my respect, and I've said that too. So, blah, 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 real life shit, helpful shit. Let's talk about video games. What are you guys all playing right now? Obviously, I'm talking to myself. I haven't been playing much. Um, I, played some, I played some Destiny for like three hours the other day. Which is a kind of a short session for a day off. For me, I used to like just dump a whole day into video games, but I haven't done that lately. I did do some guitar and stuff, but um, so Destiny's pretty dope. I've been playing it since the very beginning of Destiny, and you know it's had some dry spells of shit. But it's, I mean, you can't beat the gunplay and the and the gameplay, right? I mean, it's just the sharp fucking gameplay. I, I mean, I I still don't think anything's beating it. Nothing even comes close gameplay wise to it. Um, now as far as story and arc and, and grind and, and repetitiveness maybe, um, it, it fails on some shit. There's not a whole lot of adventure left. But if a guy were just to hop in right now, there's so much fucking adventure you'd never understand. Um, but it's fun. Uh, also been flirting with the idea of getting uh, Skyward Sword HD remaster for the Switch. Um, I love me some Legend of Zelda. Um, I haven't beaten one in years and years and years. Uh, just something about it, man. If you turn on that first Legend of Zelda or Zelda 2 The Adventures of Link, um, those two just fucking do it for me. Even if I don't play it till I beat it, I just fucking love them. They just, it's like a, it's like the first hit of heroin or something, I would imagine. I've never done heroin, but it's like, it's like that. It's like a dopamine rush. Um, and then the Super Nintendo one I really like, uh, Link to the Past. Uh, I played a game with them, but I never was really into the handheld shit. But I did play that Link Between Worlds on the 3DS, and my god, that was amazing. That was I played that fucker till my battery ran dead every night, four three nights in a row until I beat it. Um, that was a good game. I really liked that one. Um, I really want to play the uh, remaster of Link's Awakening that's on the Switch now. 
Uh, did not like Breath of the Wild at all. I, I can't. Okay, I didn't didn't not like it. It was a, it was a fun game, but um, to me it was about it wasn't even as good as that free to play Genshin Impact. The only reason I liked it at all is Legend of Zelda, and it was so not the Legend of Zelda. Um, like the big monster creatures that you were actually dungeons and you figured those out and that shit. And then if, like there's some parts that I really like, but I mean it was just filler content. It was a world full of filler content. Um, like I, I don't mind change and upgrading shit and, and, and trying new things. But dude, if you're gonna make every weapon like fall apart, shit, I'm just not into that. I wanna I wanna earn my find my stuff. I wanna feel like I'm a venture. I feel like I get to keep it. I feel like I love about Zelda is. You find that item in the dungeon that you use a lot of times to help beat the boss or help get to the next area, stuff like that. I really like that about Zelda. And they just dog shit all over that with this last one, and I wasn't a fan of that. You know, I get some people liked it, and maybe it brought in a new audience. I'm sure it did, because there's got to be more people like me. They're like, eh, what the fuck? Uh, big fan of Ocarina of Time. I don't think I've ever beat it. I know, I can't say I'm a Zelda fan, but I mean, I'm a Zelda guy. Willing to get Legend of Zelda tattoos and never beat Ocarina of Time, but I just the completion wasn't always a thing for me after a while. I just got busy and I wanted to consume as many games as I could in my time down. Um, Majora's Mask, not my favorite. Um, repetition bores me if it's super intricate. Um, I recognize patterns, but I don't like basing my entire gameplay time on that shit. Um, Mega Man. Mega Man's a great game. Mega Man 2 being my favorite. Probably the only one that I ever beat uh, more than once. I know I beat Mega Man 3. I think 2 and 3 are the only ones I actually beat. Maybe a, some Mega Man X games I beat. But, fuck. Mega Man 1, no thanks. And then some of them started getting real silly. Oh, Mega Man 8. I think I beat that too. That first one on the PlayStation 1. That was pretty dope. Um, I want to get Mega Man 11, but I'll get it someday. Um... Maybe my time's over with all that shit, but I just it's still nostalgia with that character. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, Outriders was fucking great. Outriders was a dope-ass game, and, and people are so used to games never-ending um, and having, like, weekly updates of shit that they're not used to something like that, but you, if you put a fucking 70, 80 hours into a game, you can't say it sucks. I mean, you can't. You're an idiot. If you play something that sucks for 70 hours, then... That's on you, Playboy. Um, it was fun, glitchy at first. Um, still hard to, you know, hard to play with friends and stuff like that. But once I was all dialed in, I mean, it's a fucking great time. It's a great time solo. I mean, it's fucking cool. It took the spot of destiny for me until I beat it. Um, still haven't beat the very end, uh, tier fifteen, whatever the last things are, where you, the eye of the storm or whatever. Still haven't beat that because sometimes they make shit hard just to make it hard where you have to like min-max your build and shit or play with a bunch of people that already did it, I don't know. I've never been that guy. Never been that elite to, when it comes to the top, probably 20% of people, I've never been one of those guys, right? Like I used to play Guitar Hero, do little tournaments and shit on hard and get up there, but I, I'm never the top 20% guy. I'm like, I'm like on the top heap of the average player, I'd say. I put in a little more time than the average player get a little bit further but I'm nowhere near the guy that's just a fucking gangster and all that shit and that's just fine with me uh, entertainment purposes is what it's for uh, I never you know of course it'd be fun to go pro doing something you love basketball fucking but I'm not you know say I'm not built for that but I'm not built for that in several ways obviously in body size um, if I was just gifted by God I'd be able to maybe but I'd have to put in mad work and I never did that I never put in that kind of work I played basketball fucking seven hours a day some days when I was a kid that's all I did, drink Mountain Dew and fuck play basketball, weighing 140 pounds, but all I did was fuck up my knees, I never learned really the, never really learned the fucking fundamentals as well as I should have, um, which could carry you into your uh, bigger stuff, once, once everybody's as athletic as you, then you need the fundamentals, and I just use my athleticism, which I don't possess quite as much now at 40, I, I'm fucking bigger, stronger, I'm not faster, um, I'm not, sport-wise, I'm not up to what I was in. I bet you if I dropped 10 pounds, I bet you if I could rack 185 and, and get myself tuned in there, I'd be fucking pretty fucking good. I'd get my knees all dialed in, my lower back, but, I mean, I was a freak fucking athlete. I should have never been able to do anything I did. 
because I didn't put any real effort into practicing fundamentals or showing up and putting extra effort. It was just all recreational, but I mean, I had all the tools and I just shit the bed. So hopefully all you motherfuckers ain't doing that, you know? Don't shit the bed. If you got the tools, recognize you got the tools. Just say, hey, you know, stop, self-reflect, hey, I've been doing this, I've been doing that, and I ain't even put any extra effort in. Imagine how good I could be. And don't just, and then don't stop at imagining. If it's something that sounds interesting, fucking put that effort in. Yeah, it might be later than you wanted to start, but you're still gonna get to a level you never fucking would before. Why not? I'm starting to play guitar, and I'm sure if I would have started when I was seven, I'd be fucking in a good ass band right now. Yeah, but you know, maybe, maybe I still got time to be in a band. You know, songwriting isn't all about technical skill. That's the beauty of it. That's what I like about art. That's what I like about entertainment. It's not necessarily about the technical ability. It's about the, the creativity and the, and the love and the passion that goes into it. And you end up with a gym. And that gives you hope. And hope will take you a long fuck ways. Um, back and forth brawling, talking shit. Been talking about the same things. Um, kind of skipped around today, but that's how my brain works. I wanted to be on a more, more uh, entertaining note. So... Um, it's been good. Glad you guys could sit and listen in. Uh, TryNoRhino at gmail.com. Hit me up. If you know how to hit me up any other way, hit me up. Tell me it's about the podcast. Tell me you want to get on. Tell me you want me to talk about a subject. Tell me you got some questions I can answer on air. Um, whatever. Uh, for now, just uh, keep it keep it real um, in a real way. <laughs> keep it real. Play the field. No, none of that shit. Stay up, man. Stay who you are. Don't let people get you down. Confidence, not cockiness. That's what we want to do. Um, if you're confident, uh, you need to be confident through a lot of shit. Don't be confident until somebody shakes it and then stop being confident. Remember, there's a reason that you believe in you. And uh, there's a reason that I believe in me. And it takes courage to go out there and put out your gift to the world. So do that shit because we need more of that. All right, I'm out. Well, let's fucking do this. Try no rhino podcast. I'm in the sauna. I don't know if it's going to be a sauna session or not. You start getting to some, some reality shit. Last time I was talking to y'all, if you're listening to sequence, it'll make sense. If not, it don't fucking matter. Basically, I had another opportunity at a, something different. A little bit step up in my leadership. And uh, didn't end up working out. Bottom line is, I did eight interviews. So... Uh, at the end, just didn't end up being a, being a good enough match, which is better to find out before than after, right? So, with uh, the kind of shit I'm talking about right now, um, I've been trying to do a lot of motivational shit, and and everybody says, you know, life's not fair, life's hard, whatever. They say this shit, but they they always want to put a positive spin on everything and and act like you know. Um, you know, when you watch the Disney movies or whatever movies, the underdog shit, right? I'm, I'm in love with underdog stories. Problem is, you know, the underdog shit, you know, the underdogs still get their ass beat the whole movie, right? And then the real win is just surviving another ass whooping, uh, and, and having like more sportsmanship type shit, right? And a, a better, deeper meaning in life and shit. And so I think a lot of times when we're, uh, filling our heads with these underdog stories and putting us in those movies we uh we know about that part we focus on that part but we kind of overlook that part right we're just operating on the on the impression that no matter what we're going through at the end it's going to come out and there's going to be a little sunshine um when really that montage in the middle of the movie is is where all the hard work's being done right and we don't get a montage in real life you know uh we gotta pack them logs up in the snow and chase them chickens, you know, like like Rocky, or or we gotta, you know, go to nine thousand practices like the Mighty Ducks and get our asses kicked, right, and keep playing the fucking game. Um, so right now that's where I'm at. I'm playing the fucking game. I'm looking for signs, right? But I gotta remember the signs aren't always gonna be fucking neon blinking lights. Sometimes the signs are subtle. Sometimes we see things that we want them to be signs, and they're not signs. Um, I mean, right now, I mean, I'm living pretty, right? Comparatively to the way I came up and the way a lot of people are living these days, I'm living fucking good. But I want, I'm a high, I'm a, I want to be a high achiever, right? I'm a, I'm a 
very fucking ambitious person. Um, sometimes maybe my work ethic ain't matching my ambition, and that's probably where we're seeing the things. Um, I get stuck in this thing that says I'm running out of time, so I can't make the wrong move, so I don't make any move. I know I've talked about that. Um, basically, though, my, my point of this whole shit is we don't get that montage, you know. You know life ain't fair, you know life's hard, but you keep on fucking crying that it ain't fair and bitching that it's hard. And uh, that ain't the way to do it. Find something, dude. Find something different. Ain't got to be better. Sometimes you got to take a cut to get back up, right? My, my uh, hesitation with that right now is I take that cut, I start all over somewhere, and then, I, then some other opportunity comes up. They say, well, this got my other skills in, in tow, and they say, um... Well, why'd you leave that in the first place? Why are you doing this? Or, or what, what not, right? And I guess that and would be my turn to sell myself and, and tell my story. But, um, you know, I want to do this shit. I want to motivate people. I want to be that guy that walks up to people and says, you know, to changes their day, changes their outlook on their day or their week or their month or their fucking future. Um, you know, and it, and it that can only come from a place of authenticity and that can only come out of the blue, I believe. And it can't come from those super close to you because we all have this impression that people close to us, you know, and, and we got people close to us stabbing us in our backs and not really supporting, but they're always going to tell us what we want to hear, right? Oh, just keep at it. You'll get it. You'll get it. Whether or not they really believe that, that's what they say because that's what they think they have to say. And so you're never going to get a real view from those people. Now, that doesn't mean you want them to say negative shit to you. Because obviously we'll listen to that, right? It's the positive shit we got a fucking problem holding on to. It's that you got to get out there and you got to get some other feedback. Um, I realized throughout all this, through as good as I think I am and as important as I think I am and as, as useful as I think I am, that view is not shared by my, um, my leaders in my workplace, at least not to the uh, level of, that I thought it would. Um, had an unfortunate circumstance where I let emotions cloud some judgment and almost get me into a situation where I was, um, you know, putting my family in a worse position, not at jeopardy because we're, we're fucking good and I wouldn't even, you know, um, point is in life right now, I'm not over a barrel. I do not have to be doing what I'm doing because we are set up in a, in a fashion that we set ourselves up in a fashion that we'll survive it and we'll survive it pretty well. Still better than I ever, ever lived before. Um, but I want to take this and use this and, and build that momentum. Um, and that's what I'm afraid I'll lose if I start over is momentum. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, fear, fear lets people get free no answers on you. Fear stops you from doing shit. They said everything you want is right on the other side of fear. Um, but fear is like that montage, right? It's that work you got to do in the middle. Um, sometimes I feel like, fuck, just show me what the work is, right? It's my job to find it, I guess. But, you know, I got a million other fucking things going on. It's like all that, everybody else, you know? And I've never failed at anything that I can remember. Um, I failed at opportunities. I've quit on myself. I've done that. I've uh, not got through a process that would have got me to a higher level that maybe I could have failed there, but I just haven't failed at any of the levels I've been at. I've, I've also always got opportunities to improve for sure. But as far as flat out getting into something I felt like I couldn't do, it's never happened. Um, so, you know, the sky's the limit. All these fucking motivational shit, sky's the limit. You can do anything you put your mind to. Fuck, we can be anything we want to be. All we got to do is do the work. Um, a lot of the time is finding what work needs to be done and then having a targeted path on that and uh, having. But the whole point of this today is I've been in here at this gym fucking putting in work. You know, when I, when I want to do nice, clean, even sets and count it all and add it up and make it all good, you know, I got three more in me, man. Fucking do them. Push them. Blow your arms up. Fucking make it burn a little longer. And that's what I'm doing. Um, the 75 hard ish is what I've been doing and it's bullshit I want to do the real one I do I just wanted to get a feel for it and this two-a-day workout thing that part has been excellent it's been awesome to me the, the parts that I've stuck with is the two-a-day workouts and the uh, drinking a gallon of water every day um, so 
um, after this vacation, maybe I want to set myself up for that 75 hard. Um, I'll, I'll pick a date and I'll go for it and it'll just be the way I live, right? And maybe in the middle of there, we get some transition periods. Maybe I get my sign I'm waiting for, waiting on the light, looking both ways before I peep the sign, thinking this whole time I've been wasting gas, killing passion, dashing down a worthless path. I need to know, but it hurts to ask. Every bridge I built just burning trash. Serpentine bastards perforating backs. Lameless terms, just snakes in the grass. No place in the past for the dreams I have. And waiting on a team just to scheme and a chance. They see me at a glance and they're not impressed. You know, book by the cover and all that mess. My lyrics have always been the way I lived. Um, whether or not you think it's listenable or likable or enjoyable or fucking top 10 shit, it doesn't really matter. This has always been kind of what this is right here, which is a my version of journaling um, and trying to make something cool, right? I think that shit sounded cool. Um, and if you don't, I guess, you know, you like other shit. You like the, the harmonies and shit, you know? You like the fucking... And I like some of that too, don't get me wrong. There ain't no fucking good lyrics in some of those songs and I'd be bumping the shit out of it. Little bad boy did it. Been a long time since I had no feelings. Trying not to smash on in and out of town in a bag, I'm with it. You know what I mean? That shit, I like that shit. It ain't saying nothing. I mean, it kind of is. When you listen, you're like, oh, fuck. He said it cool and it said something. So, anyways. Anyways, dude. Fucking work on your montage. Get through it. That's where the work is, you know? You know what's before it. Everybody doubting you. You know what's after it. Everybody sucking your dick. Or kissing your ass. Or buying your diamonds. Whatever the fuck it is you dream about. Your money, your power, your respect. Whatever you're looking for. That montage, that's where we're living in. That's what we're living in. Alright. Trino Rhino at gmail.com. If you uh don't got it, just fucking email me, man. I got two plays on the last one, so I'm sure they're mine. I ain't really putting it out, I ain't really promoting it. Fuck it, I'm gonna start promoting it. Because you know what? I don't care. I don't care right now about a lot of shit. Um Obviously I gotta keep my professional life in this set, but you know what? In the end of the day, I'm the same dude. Um, and I do know how to, how to switch back and forth on that alignment. So, um, anything I do or say on my own personal or my own developing my business has got nothing to do with, uh, my employers, well, whoever they might be at the time. So just know that. And if you're some sucker ass bitch that, you know, wants to go to my employers and say, Hey, he's talking about this and this and this, then, you know, that's what it is. I guess I'm out at the right place. Anyways, try no rhino at gmail.com. Or hit me up on any of my social medias, any way you know how to get to me. Murky, Quick, Ronnie, whatever. Whatever the fuck, however you know me, hit me up, let's talk. Alright. Alright, what's up everybody? What the fuck you want to talk about today? Um, today September 11th. Uh, first time I've mentioned it all day, but everybody's been posting it all over, right? Obviously, it's a fucking thing. Um, i got two friends, it's their birthday today. Uh, so happy birthday to them. Um, so, get all the cliche shit. Where were you? What were you doing when that shit all went down, right? Uh, I'll tell you where I was. I was in Kuwait. Um, we were over there on a, on a training mission, just a training deployment. I believe it was a four and a half months one. Um, September, we, we were just over there not too long um i think we went over in august um so we weren't there not even a whole month when that happened we were out in the desert sitting in the tents um just doing our normal shit and we went into the little that little tv tent there and somebody fucking came and got everybody hey fucking come look at this uh we thought we were going to war uh, we did not go to war. We did not um, make any moves at that point, but um, we were in Mop 4, um, full chemical gear, ready in the bunkers, just ready to go um, for a little while. And, uh, I mean, the, the mood was intense, right? The, the environment was fucking crazy. It was the closest thing we seen to whatever we were doing, right? I mean, it was just nuts. Um, but then nothing, nothing came to that right then. Uh, I ended up losing some, some friends in that war uh, years later. I got out in 2003. Um, my squad leader, my first squad leader I ever had in, in my duty station, he ended up dying over there. I had some other buddies that 
um, you know, that squad, that that company that died and got blown up. And uh, I have some friends from that company, that platoon, that whole shit that, you know, weren't in that shit and ended up, you know, going back several times. I got friends that got out of the Army and, and retired. I got friends that got out of the army and then got back in. Um, and now they're, you know, they're way up there. You know, right now it would have been, shit, I already had 21 years. So then people probably have 20 years and, you know, still going and kicking. I got some people that stayed in a while and got out. A lot, you know, the military's weird. Uh, institutions are weird. Uh, when we go to places that we never been before, everything's unfamiliar and we latch on to first people that treat us right or, or people that we admire and look out for and we got people that we die for and then we die for us and you know everything's close and then you get out go on with your way and that time in your life's over and you still some sometimes you still talk to those people sometimes you don't but it's weird to say that somebody that was that important in your life for that much time is no longer uh even a part of your life in any way you know we got facebook and shit like that these days so it's a little easier to stay in touch but it's more like you know just put them on that friends list so they you know they're there and every once in a while they'll post something you'll say something but it's not like it was right you never have that never have that camaraderie again it's kind of like uh you know high school and whatever if you had a good time in high school or you had a bad time in high school whatever you know it's still like you don't get around that many um built-in social networkings outside of you know in real life, right? Real life social networking. If you work at a bigger spot like I work, and, you know, you get a little bit of that, and people say, this is like high school. It's because, you know, people are naturally drawn to people that they like or that they admire or just that you're stuck with all the time, right? So it's it's kind of like everybody's looking for something and a sign and something and a place to belong, and those places, you know, give that and, and you get the illusion, you know, that, oh, these are my friends or, you know, that's why you start seeing so many people dating at work, right? You work jobs like what I'm doing and make a plywood and if you don't work there, you don't really know what's going on. If you've never worked in a place like that, you don't, you know, you can't come home and explain that to your spouse in any way that's going to mean anything to them, right? I guess if you're a lot better at sitting and talking about things than I am, then you could, but... You know, until my wife come up in the office one day and she got to look out on floor, she had no fucking idea what was going on. I could explain it all day, every day, and it wouldn't make any fucking sense until she actually saw some of that. And still, I mean, still there's a lot of stuff that doesn't, right? So you get those people that like date or, or you know, have like flings and shit at, at jobs like that because, you know, you got that camaraderie, right? And things you don't have um, in other places. And with all this stuff going on these days with, you know, basically don't want anybody within six feet of each other is kind of taking all that away. And, and, you know, you got these lonely people with mental health issues that are further compounded by the fact that they can't reach out to anybody. And you reach out online, it's and it's like, you know, semi-anonymous, not even anonymous, but like, it's like repercussion-free shit talking, right? Right. Even if you're not going to get your ass beat for saying something to somebody, right? It's not just about like, oh, I'll beat your ass, see you, but you're doing all. No, it's like, it's just the human nature. You don't have, like, like you don't say that, right? You like, even if you think you're fucking just, oh, I'll say anything in anybody's face. You don't say shit like you do on the internet to people to their face. You just don't, unless you're already agitated and wound up. And in which case, nobody has, right? Your filter's gone, your screen goes black, and you're just shit talking. But, you know, when you start taking, you know, you start covering up people's mouths so you can't see the smiles. You start making people stay home so they're only talking through, you know, limited media. You don't got the body language. You don't got, you, you're missing all this, this personal shit, all this community building shit, all this shit that people need. Because we're people. Yeah, we're, we're biological organisms, but we're people, right? So, I don't know if it's by design or just capitalizing, capitalizing on already bad thing and just you know harnessing it to to the will but somebody's benefits from when we you know divided we fall type type situation right 
and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to say the same thing everybody else is saying, which is divided we fall in a way that we all got to be buddies and we all got to do that. No, it's, it's more like, like it's real division. Like, like even family units are being divided, right? You, you, your grandma's sick in the hospital. Nobody can go say goodbye to her. So she dies alone, right? Or, or your mom or your dad or your, or your children. And, and only the people can be around them are healthcare. Are you fucking kidding me? Healthcare workers and shit. You know, it's like, it's, it's just ridiculous, right? We need to say enough is enough, right? But there is no, there is no revolution. There's no time for revolution. Everybody's, you know, there's so much misinformation and everybody's more worried about being right than being good people. So they'd rather be be on the side of right or just, you know, pick a team and run with it, no matter how much sense it doesn't make. You know that old saying, keep the keep the liberals out of my wallet and the conservatives out of my bedroom, right? That shit should hold true, right? Nobody's 100% anything. And if you are, then you just, that's not you. You don't have an opinion. You aren't anything. You don't have any differences. If you can decide with one thing and be okay with that and like, don't have anything to say negative about that, then, then you're not, you're not anybody. You're not anything. You need to look deep in yourself and say, what fucking broken part is in me where I can't have anything, right? I'm, I am pretty middle ground on a lot of shit. Um, like I don't have a lot of strong opinions. I can see a lot of people's different viewpoints and why they would have them based on their situations. But if you're not for humankind, you know, if you're one of them people that's like cool and edgy and says, oh, I hate humans, I like animals way more, whatever, dude, we all love animals too. Like, oh, I love animals too. Don't get me wrong, but human life is, is a human life, right? And there's a different connection, right? Like, it's just, it's just nonsense and, and edgelord shit to say that. And even to say edgelord is edgelord, right? Like, that's like me sounding fucking old because I don't know what the new shit is, but it's fucking, it's not edgy. It's not, it's not awesome. It's not cutting edge. It's not hip. It's not whatever, dude, right? You know, like the kids in high school that used to fucking know about a band. It was cool. And then you start catching, you know, or, or something. And then as soon as they started blowing up and getting some fame and getting what they were doing, right? So the idea of the band was to get fucking huge and make money and be rock stars and shit. But as soon as they did that, then the people that originally liked them started hating them. Because other people like them. And like, so if you're only going to like shit that other people don't like, and the only reason you like it is because other people don't like it, and once other people start liking it, you don't like it anymore, then you think you're being edgy, but you're really just basing your life on what everybody else likes, just doing the opposite. So you're really not, you're still not making your own decisions, right? But you can be hip because you're in the, the minority, right? It's like, it's like cool to be in the minority of that kind of shit. And... Yes, it's cool to be one of a kind. Yes, it's cool to be um, different and, and um, unique and, and quirky and shit. That's all cool. But when your whole shtick is to just do the opposite of what the masses are doing, then guess what? Now you're fucking phony and you're doing the same shit as they're doing, right? You're just doing it the opposite way, which is still the same exact thing, right? Like there's no such thing as reverse racism. Racism is just racism, regardless of what portrayal, right? Um, same thing with that. It, you're not doing anything different. You're just doing it opposite, but it's the same fucking thing. If somebody else's actions are what dictate your choices, then those aren't your choices, is what I'm saying. If, uh, if you're going to do something based on what I do, then you're reacting to what I'm doing, which in that term gives me the power, right? I, I catch on to that. Then to get you to do, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing, right? Because I just do what I like to do. But if I want to fuck with you, I'm going to do something that I know you like to do. So you stop doing it. And then guess what? You stop doing it. And then you think you're doing something cool. But you're just miserable. And I did that to you. And you think you're the fucking one. So who's really winning, right? So it's a fucking endless game, right? So we got to stop. We got to stop being... We got to start being fans of things we like and stop being critics of things we don't. If you're a fan of things you like and you support the things you like, you can do that without being a critic to the things you don't. Uh, unless the things you don't is like, you know, 
child pornography and pedophilia and, and rape and shit like that, right? And those are my hard fucking, those are my hard, uh, my hard opinions, right? I got strong opinions on all that and, and there's no shaking those. Those are my beliefs. But it's just, you know, it's, it's, get, it's just silly these days, the, the shit that we are going through, the shit that we're dealing with. And then, um, you know, we, we're fighting over the dumbest shit. They're making us fight. We're like, dude, gender names. And, and dude, I, I mean no disrespect. If I call somebody a dude and they're not a dude and I say something, they correct me out. Oh, fuck, whatever, dude. But I'm not going to walk up knowing that shit, right? I'm not going to walk up to anybody, start a, any conversation with, hey, so what's your, uh, what's your chosen fucking pronouns? I'm never going to do that. There's never going to be a time when I do that. You know, if they, if they, if I say the wrong thing and I won't say disrespectfully, if I'm just talking to them, right. And I say the wrong thing and then they say something, I say, okay, I can do that. Or I'll either do that or I just won't talk to them. It depends on like how ignorant and irritating and, and shit it all is. But like, I'm, the goal isn't just to run around making people feel like shit. Um, if it was, I could do that. I could do that really well. And a lot of us could do that really well. Right. But that's not the goal, but the, the goal should also not to be just like, catch people doing something wrong when it, nobody's really doing anything wrong. We're just fucking living, right? Right? We just do what we know. There's there's people that are progressive and there's people that are not, right? But, you know, if you, I, I just don't, I just don't get it. Um, I got a lot of, a lot of shit to say about all that too, but bottom line is, you know, back in the day, um, when I was growing up in the 90s, uh, right? I was born in 80. So when I was growing up in the 90s, you know, Rap was really fucking taken off. Grunge was really taken off. I mean, music was fucking insane no matter where you get it. Um, the food was just starting to get, you know, good. The foodie shit didn't start probably till the early 2000s or shit. I mean, maybe it was always, but like the big, big hipster shit, right? 2010s or whatever. But the 90s, man, you know, they called this country a melting pot, right? So we took all the good stuff and just mixed it in. And, you know, some of the bad stuff too. And then everybody just drank and ate their fill and and got entertained by what they wanted to be entertained by you know and and you know wore the hairstyle they wanted you know that they saw somebody else wearing and like like yeah there's always been racism in, in spots but it just wasn't like as pinpointed and targeted and shit fucked as this right now you got like outside people just fucking pointing oh that's racist so this racist that's appropriation it's like appropriation dude i can't i'm not allowed to like fucking chili and cornbread because I, I wasn't that or I'm not allowed to, to uh, open up a taco stand because I'm not that or um, or or anything you know and, it, and uh, dreads I can't have dreads because I'm not that and it's it's like okay so why are we separating things out now right what happened to the melting pot right you want you want to be apart people people want us to be divided it only works that way, right? I'm I'm not saying there ain't racism. Like I went to when I joined the military, that was the first time I ever met like a real racist person, right? Like I was around uncles and dad and my dad and, and people from that era, and you know, that would make fucking shit jokes, right? Shit jokes. And even some of us are like, eh, not funny, you know? Black jokes, Mexican jokes, you know, racial racist jokes, right? And, and then stereotype jokes. You know, blondes, fucking whatever, right? Back back then, and you you know, obviously didn't tell all that shit in mixed company. Everybody giggled, everybody chuckled, whatever. When you think about it later, you're like, yeah, that's fucked up. And then you don't continue it, right? You don't continue it. But you don't, you know, all that shit. I never met a real racist that actually believed that shit until I was in the military. And I met people, I was like, holy shit, that is fucking real? How in the fuck, like... You got to be brain dead to think that, to think that just your skin color alone makes you superior to somebody. It's like, you can't even read as good as that guy. What the fuck do you mean? Like, you know, and it, and it was, it was, it was insane to me to see that for real. And I didn't see it a lot. And it was like, it was like looking at a fucking three-legged dog. I mean, it fucking stood out, right? It stood out to everybody. And there, there's people there that have experienced that real shit in their real life. But I, th I, I believe like a lot of others, I was taken by surprise on that. Like, you know, my my image of it was from the old shit where it's just like out outlandish, just like fucking people treating them like animals, like history books and shit, right? 
Well, I had never met a human being in the world that thought they were superior just based solely on their motherfucking skin color in my life until that minute. I've met some dumb fucks out of jail, right? Got in a fucking Aryan Brotherhood or some shit, and I got a shaved head so they walk up to me like we're friends. That ain't the fucking deal. And I always let them know that. That ain't the fucking deal. Um, but those guys all seem like, like fucking white dope punks all the time, right? This was the first time I ever met somebody that that was his fucking belief system. And, uh, and I was just like, what the fuck? And that was real, right? And I met a lot of, um, I met some Jamaican dudes. I met some, some black dudes, uh, I, whatever. I met some black dudes. I met some brown dudes. The brown dudes fucking, some of them didn't like me even more than some of the black dudes, right? I got, when I first started that, I got fucking, uh, I have a, a thug life tattoo I got when I was 17 years old, right? Because I was a big into Tupac and the whole thug life. The hate you gave little infants, fuck everybody, right? So, so, I was into that, right? I was doing the fake gangster shit. And I was one of them ignorant fucking white kids from a small town. It was like, I was seriously into all that shit. Like, it was cool, right? And I would say stupid shit like, oh, I was forced. I should have been born black. All this and that, right? Ignorance, ignorance. I was into the fucking, I was into a lot of the shit, right? The culture, the fucking, you know, just everything. Just the, the cool, the cool aspect of it, right? That gangster rap shit. And not, not having to deal with any of the hardships of that on my own. I mean, I was, I was a little poor, dirty kid. I got fucked with, you know, for being poor all the time, you know. I, I say it, like, me and my group of friends, I mean, we might as well have been the black kids, you know, in, in our school. And I say that in the way that, people think black kids are a minority, right? We were the fucking dirty fucking kids, right? Not in the way that I think that, but you you know what I'm saying. And if you don't know what I'm saying, fuck you, twist my words however you want. But that's what I'm saying is like, you know, that's why when you got people like me and, and then you got people saying white privilege, like it's a fucking privilege. Like, dude, we, we didn't have any fucking privileges. Now I get that if we were around where some black people were and they were in the ghetto too, then maybe we would have had some privileges over them, but we had no fucking privileges. We had cops breaking up our party, stopping us for no reason, putting us in the car for no reason, being out late, whatever, as kids, you know? And this was back as kids when kids could fucking walk around and not get murdered and fucking kidnapped. And so I didn't see any privilege, right? Now, I, I understand what the whole theory is and all that, and I'm, I'm not saying that that's 100% wrong, but I'm saying, you know, you got to think of some different shit to say. If that That is definitely separatist fucking teachings and, and speakings and, Nobody that, nobody that um, wants unity and cohesion and world love is going to talk about Black Lives Matter and they're not going to talk about white privilege and they're not going to talk about only black uh, systemic racism and, and they're not going to talk about only, you can only be, or, or no other uh, nationality can be racist, only white people because we have the advantages. If you, anybody preaching that shit, you know, doesn't want, um, doesn't want unity. Uh, they want, they don't want equality. They want revenge, right? And, and I can't say that I'm mad. That it's, it's very adolescent thinking. Um, it's very premature thinking. It's not enlightened at all. However woke you think you are, none of that shit is enlightened. Enlightenment would lead you to the place where you wanted unity. Um, it would take you past the place of revenge and into the place of peace on earth. Uh, but nobody wants equality. Nobody, let me, let me put this straight. Nobody in a position of not being in power wants equality. They don't want equality. They want the other guy's got and then more and then make that other guy pay for ever having more than he had. And that's what it fucking is. Hands down, that's what it is. Um, I just, you know, and, and it's a long way. And you know what? The, the world peace, um, the next great leader, it's, it's almost, it's almost got to come from a, um, I don't know, man. I just don't think it could come from a white dude. Um, I don't think it could come from a white woman. I don't think it could come from an old white man for sure. Um, I think it's coming from somebody in my generation. Um, not saying me, because again, you know, I'm the, I'm the white mutt over here, but it's where it's got to come from somewhere, uh, that nobody's going to listen. Right. Right. It's gotta be, it's gotta be able to get the message out before the feedback comes. Right. Cause nobody's got their ears open. They all got their mouths open. Everybody wants to be a part of something and not realizing that they're breaking the one thing we have apart. All right. I'll go on a, a bigger rant about this. I'll probably get 
all over the place. I know this is all over the place. Maybe you listened, maybe you didn't. If you want to talk to me, try no rhino at gmail.com or any other way that you know how to get a hold of me. Um, social medias, emails. Again, try no rhino at gmail.com. And uh, hit me up. We'll talk about it, man. And we'll talk, or I'll just talk to myself again and keep putting it out there. Sometimes it's going to be entertaining, sometimes it's not, but it's always supposed to get you thinking a little bit. So thanks for listening. Uh, we'll holler at you later.